Doc Leesner, the podcasting beast, coming straight from Medical Plaza with the Professor John Gotti coming from University Way. Debate amongst friends here, Friday. Johnny, you nailed it. You picked the Chiefs to win the Thursday night showdown, and they did it in OT. I did. Great game, I, I did say that this was going to be a, the best Thursday night football game of the season. I did say that. Nah, um, they, they definitely. Beat honestly, that. this game could have went either way. It really could have. Either way, of course. And, you know, people are making their proclamations with hindsight about the play calling from the Chargers. But if it worked, then people would be singing their praises. So right, you right. can't you can't talk about things in hindsight because if it worked, then you wouldn't be saying that. But no, because it facts. didn't work. Now I'll say this, um, and you know, I mentioned this and I know that um, you know, obviously shout out to Justin Herbert, who became the youngest player to pass for a certain amount of yards in two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he played great. Uh, now, I will say, and I, I did message this to you um, at halftime, saying that that missed opportunity to score a touchdown right before the halftime really was going to come back to bite and haunt them. Yes. Um, this game is slightly different if you throw in an additional touchdown right there. Uh, that's huge. But nonetheless, you know, both teams had a chance to win it um, in regulation, but just could not do so. But shout out to Kansas City for battling back in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chargers had an opportunity. They just could not get the job done. There was like a minute and 50-something seconds left, yep. and uh, they just couldn't get it done. I think the the biggest issue that everyone had with this game was how many times the Chargers were at the five or less, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they couldn't just punch it in. And I think that's where you know a lot of people have their hindsightness um, occurring. Well, it's we should have just took the points. No, it's okay. tough, man. Like I, I mean, know it's tough. I mean, honestly, it's a fifty-fifty chance for you to walk away with points even with a field goal. Uh, right. We have we have seen that this season. And as someone who struggles with red zone scoring myself, um, I'll say that it's not an easy decision. Obviously, in flag football, I mean, we could kick a field goal, but I mean, I haven't, I haven't found that lady yet that I feel comfortable kicking field goals just yet, like some teams have. Uh, but give the credit to the Chiefs. I mean, they didn't run the ball great, um, you know, but. They're still winning. And I think I said that yesterday, you know, they're finding ways to win. Um, and that's pretty much what it's all about. Finding yeah. ways to win. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. Oh, not pretty. But they're finding ways to win. Um, I'm excited about the development and growth of Justin Herbert. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I, I saw it last season when, you know, he almost beat the Bucks single-handedly. Um. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> no, that was a fact. Yeah, yeah, he said it. Yeah. Um. But you know, his growth and development is there, and I think the Chargers made the right choice. Um. Uh, obviously, you know they 
it could have went in a different direction, but of Justin course. Herbert was the right choice. Well, they, like, they, Joe... they went to a different direction when they came to the coach. Which I know I we, mean, we talked about it, but I have six. to I have to yeah. say it right now. They're um, eight and six now. Um, they're, they're still I mean, in the wild card conversation. Um, now yeah. they're two back from the divisional crown, which I mean, this was literally going to determine who's going to win this division. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do want to take a moment and talk about the injury that happened yesterday. Sure. Uh, Chargers tight end Donald Parham Jr. Um, it was a very scary moment. Very scary. Um, and I'll talk about Troy Buck, Doc's boy, who ended up not being his oh, boy, boy the very next week. Oh, the very next week. But right now he's in stable condition. Um, They haven't given us any more news after the fact. But it could have been worse. Um, This is going into CTE and concussion issues. Um, I had a chance to, you know, look at a few doctors who did um, wanted to offer their take on it. Um, And they talked about, you know, the brain essentially is colliding against the side of the skull, and right, yeah. No, I believe it. Uh, I believe it, and and I know we just read that article on Vincent Jackson, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, a day or so ago. I think that was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, and um, you know how he was in. I think they said stage two of yep. CTE, and I just think I just think about it because it, it was like not a joke, but. Um, they kind of made light of, I think, Gronkowski, uh, maybe not this past game, but the game before. Uh, he caught a pass in the middle of the, the middle of the field, and he decided to get down. Uh, and they were like, "Gronk, what are you doing?" Like he's like, "Yeah, I just decided to get down." I mean, obviously, he wasn't. I don't think he was thinking about his brain, but no. he was like, he was thinking about like, "Hey, it's like five guys here. They could just hold me up and try to strip the ball," but. It's like in those moments, you should be thinking about your brain a little bit. Like, well, I mean, you have to think about your, you know, your well-being at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you want to leave yeah. it all out there on the field, but like after a while, you have to make the smart decisions for yourself as well. And I think this is why the um, the prominence of flag football is starting to come alive. Um, and you know, I I had this conversation with one of my players. Uh, she was like, oh, you know. I love football, but I wouldn't let my kids play tackle right now. I probably, like I said, start them with flag. You know, um, I know some schools are instead of eleven man, they're going to eight man flag, uh, eight man tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's just a few, a few different things that um, some people are doing to try to alleviate some of the hits. Um, but I'm not sure. I think uh, the NFL has tried to limit those incidents. Um, but it's kind of just like such a gray line when you see some of those hits that are being like flagged and not flagged for. Um, so it's just something we're going to have to monitor. But we had a really, really good game last night. Definitely prayers up uh, to Mr. Parham and his family. Hopefully he can recover and we yeah. get more information soon. <laughs> Um, but Johnny, we got these Sunday and Saturday weekend games. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday games uh, starting tomorrow at four thirty. We got the Raiders versus the 
around 99,000 people from the NFL in the COVID protocol at this particular time. Um, a lot of people are saying that they should postpone the game, but I disagree. I think that they should just let it ride. Because if you postpone this game, then eventually you're going to have to postpone other games. And you got to pretty much shut down the whole season. Which, well, I don't think it's going to happen in the NFL, but the NBA, I believe, is going to happen. I think it's important, and, and this might be one of those situations where, hey, maybe they should go back to 40 to 50% capacity mm-hmm. for the stadium, you know, because we don't know what's causing this outbreak. Like, it could I be mean, anything. It could be anything. Um, but, John, we got to read it. Quick, quick shout out to the NHL for taking that first step. Right. And, you know, now they're having games without fans. So that's Just, a great I mean, first step. I know it stinks, but it's like one of those situations where you just have to do what's best for everybody involved um, and just go ahead and get that taken care of. But Johnny Reeders, Browns, who you got? It's rough because I know it's like it's like who's playing, who's not playing. Yeah, it's weird. I'm probably going to take the I'm gonna take the Raiders because um, I, I just feel like they have more. I'll, I'll take the Browns just to take the other side, like. Okay. It's not a trap. Uh, it's just I don't know who is playing. Yeah, and it stinks because, like I said, it's not happening to every team. It's just certain nope. teams. Um, and I don't know if people are just being lax with their personal COVID yeah. protocols, not so much the professional ones, but their personal ones. Yes, just yes. <laughs> uh, but we got New England. We got Indianapolis. This is a huge game for Indianapolis. They really need uh, to win this game. Um, who you got? You know, I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. I feel like they're doing oh. something right now. Oh, that's so rough. Um, you know, I, I feel like this is one of those situations where, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, you got the Patriots, number 18 in offense, the Colts, number 11 in offense. But the Patriots' defense um, has always been pretty stout, the third. Um, but that Colts' defense is great as well, the 13. Uh, both teams, you know, pretty even at passing, 18 and 21, uh, respectively. 18 for the Patriots, 21 for the Colts. Ninth in rushing for the Patriots. Number two in rushing for the Colts. I figure this is going to be a great opportunity for New England to learn, I guess, how to – they're going to have to force Carson Wentz to beat him. And I'm not saying that he cannot do it, but I think when you have Carson Wentz throwing the ball more than – 30 to, I would say between 30 to 40 times. I think it's going to be room for error, and the Patriots aren't having that. So I am actually going to choose the Patriots. That's fair. I can understand that. Next on Sunday, we have the New York Giants hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Um, This should be a walk in the park for them boys. Um, they should be able to just go into New York, beat the Giants, have some pizza, and go home. I'm also going to pick them, boys. Um, this may actually be the game that both 
the offense and the defense finally decides to show up. So we shall see. We got Houston headed to Jacksonville under Daryl Bevel for the first time, um, which I saw some names come out yesterday. Obviously, both Tampa Bay coordinators, um, Eric Bieniemy, you know, the normal list of coordinators. Um, but I could see Jacksonville hiring Byron Leftwich, the, you know, the, the former quarterback turn coordinator. I could see them doing that. I, I wouldn't be mad at that because Byron's done a great job. However, like I said yesterday, he was, oh, he was pretty good with Jameis. Yep. But Tom is a whole different animal. So you would have to hope that Trevor can pick up what yeah, I think it's possible. You know, but it is. And then of course, um, we talked about some of the defensive coordinators, um, you know, but I don't think we talked about, you know, the Bucks defensive coordinator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think we talked about that one. I was hoping that he would just kind of stay there. He's the highest paid defensive coordinator. Let him just stay there, Mr. Bowles. Uh, but we're going to wait and see. But, Johnny, I'm going to actually go with Jacksonville. I'll go with the Texans. What? I'll go with the Texans. I'm just kidding. I, I, I get it. Uh, next, we got Tennessee headed to Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm not even going to play around with it. Wow. He says, I'm not even going to play around with that crap. I'm also going to go with Tennessee as well. We got the Jets. Pittsburgh's on uh, life support right now. Yeah, we got the Jets headed to Miami. Oh, man. I'm going to choose Miami, but... I'm choosing Miami. Yes. Um, this is a trap, but like this... I'm more confident in Miami. I feel like this is one of those... I think they're getting I... Miles Gaston get back, actually. I believe so, but I feel like this is one of those I did it for the rock kind of things, and I feel like they're gonna do it for Robert Sala kind of thing. Um, to try to make him not go out like a sucker. Um, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty evenly matched. Uh, actually, the Jets offense is better than the Dolphins offense statistically, which is pretty sad. Uh, but defensively, they're the drizzling. Well, so. I mean, Miami had a, a couple of really, really bad weeks though. They did. I, so, I can agree. Oh my God. I, feel, I feel like that, that season ranking doesn't really help out. <laughs> I can agree with that. We got the six and the battle of the six and seven here. We got the football team who's going to be without their starting quarterback, and then we got the Philadelphia Eagles who, I don't know, fly Eagles fly. I guess um, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I am also going with the Eagles. So it's a rough one. Uh, this is a it's rough be, week. It's because it's because for them to try to score, that's the only reason I have to go with the yeah. Eagles because I don't know if football teams can score without Heineke. Yeah, he does a lot for them. Uh, next, we got Arizona beating Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that Nuke isn't playing, I don't think it matters. They're going to come in upset that they lost in prime no, time. They, they're going to use the run game. I don't blame them. But we got Carolina headed to Buffalo on a three-game losing streak. Yep. They're going to get their win back. I want – give me back my son. Right? This is that moment. No, this is not that moment for them. Okay, no, okay. No, okay. they have been playing 
bad the past couple of weeks. <laughs> but I think them coming back against the Bucks will propel them into this game. I'm gonna yeah, they're going to use that going forward, and they're going to crush the Panthers. But like, this is no getting that for my son type of game, though. I got you. We got Cincinnati. We got Denver, who's such a scary team. These they are teams scary. This is, a, this is a trap. Um, what do you got? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, I think their defense is just proven to be able. They're able-minded. I'll say that. At 16, the Bengals are able-minded. They're able to continue. They're able to contend and keep offenses within that 20 to 24 range, and that's just enough for their 14th ranked offense to uh, to compete. Keep uh, although the meow. yeah, although the Broncos have because, a, the, yeah. because even though Denver does great defensively, they try to keep teams under how much you said 20 points. No, I said. The Bengals try to keep teams under between that twenty to twenty four. Oh, I thought you I said the the Broncos does it. Um, but yeah, yes, the Bengals yeah. defense is incredible, and they still have Jamar Chase out there just nice. catching bombs. Like that that's a rough rough assignment for whoever oh, has to cover it. him. I get it. So we're going with the Bengals here. Next, we got the uh, get the Atlanta Falcons, Francisco <laughs> 49ers. I was like, oh, NFC West, NFC Arizona already? I did. I hate the 49ers right now. They're so hard to pick because it's like you never know which freaking team is going to show up. But it's really mm-hmm. the same for both teams. I mean, it's the same for both the Falcons teams. is like drizzling, drizzling. Okay, we're okay. I'm going with drizzling. the Niners, by the way. I don't blame you. The last time they played, I mean, they, don't, they don't have Debo. But I'm still going with the Niners. I say, does it really matter, though? They're just better. They're just a better football team. I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. We'll see what happens with the Falcons, if they can compete. Uh, but we are back in the NFC West. We got Seattle. We got the former St. Louis Rams, who are now in L.A. Wow. The yeah. Seahawks look on this little diagram like the Jets. 28th in offense, 32nd in defense, 24th in passing, 22nd in rushing. I, what, they had, sir, what, three weeks of Geno under center? And yeah, then, but that don't have nothing to do with And the then defense, they though. pretty much got shut out when Russ came nah, back the first week, too? Nah, like nah, This is really, really bad. Uh, the, the era... The Legion of Boom. Well, that was their defense being the Legion of it's Boom. It's over. 32nd. That's where their defense is right now. 32nd. I'm going um, with the Rams. I am also going with the Rams. This is not uh, a trap, folks. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a crazy game, but the Rams are going to pull this one out. We got Green Bay heading to Baltimore, possibly without Lamar. I'm going to go with Green Bay regardless. Of I was going to go with Green not. Bay regardless. Because I will not forsaken Aaron Rodgers again. And the last game, <laughs> the absolute trap for Doc Leesner, New Orleans, coming to Tampa. Who you got, Doc? Oh, God. And number three offense, number one in passing. See, now he's going to milk it, folks. Uh, 25th in rushing and 14th. Just say it with your chest, Doc. 
The last time these two teams played, the Saints won 36-27. I know they're not the same team, but they still got Kamara. Taysom Hill can probably dominate us because, you know, we're... Are, are you picking the Saints? Is that what you're saying? Go ahead and say it. I'm going to take the Bucks Because it sounds like you're going with the Saints. I'm not going with the Saints. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bucs. Because you literally just gave me all the reasons why the Saints are going to win. No, I'm going with the Bucks. Why are you going with have, the Bucks then? <laughs> you'll have Chris Godwin and Miguel Evans. Uh, even if – I don't know if Fournette's playing or not. I know he was a little chipped up. Um, but they still have one of the best offensive lines in football, despite the fact that Cam Jordan a lot of times owns Donovan Smith. Um, I feel like we're going to make it happen. I'm going with the Bucks. <laughs> Confidently, huh? Because Doc sit here and he goes 50-50 booking whenever wow. it's the Bucks playing. I want 50-50 for everybody. No, it's always with the Bucks, especially if it's an NFC uh South matchup. And you never know what's gonna happen, man. That's why it's so risky. Bucks are trying so to Bucks are trying to get that number one seed. Oh, I agree. I mean, I'll be rooting for Baltimore. Don't get me wrong. I'll be rooting for Baltimore. Baltimore. But I have a, yeah. Oh, the for them day. to beat the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers, as long as uh, his toe hangs in there. I feel like people are fine. too focused on that toe. Again, it's it's always about, well, let's find something to try to talk down to, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers play up to the competition this week. Like, he's still got the sore toe. No, no, he's literally given us another reason why he is in that MVP conversation for this season. My toe hurts too, so... If my toe, if his toe feels anyway like my toe feels, then I give him all the respect in the world. And that's coming from Doc Il Idolo, folks. But Doc, before we bid everyone adieu, we have so many more COVID news. I was going to say players, uh, that's another thing. Coaches. Um, Staff members. Yeah. Anthony Edwards was just announced. (laughs) And he just dunked on somebody the other day, didn't he? I believe it's Anthony Edwards and I believe someone else from Minnesota, from the Timberwolves. So it's starting to spread in the Timberwolves locker room. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Like I said, I don't know. Yeah, Torian Prince was the latest one. I don't know what's transpired. Um, if this new variant I know that we talked about is spreadable through something else that they haven't come up with yet. It's airborne. It might be airborne. No, no, because then me and you would have it through our vents. You know, we went down this rabbit hole. I know. I know. It was a a fun discussion. (laughs) Yeah, we went through that. uh, And I just don't think it's not there yet. I think it's, it's something small that people might be doing or not doing um because it's just like we went a year like not a year we went we went about oh 
John Gotti said they're not wearing their mask. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. With the autonomous, too. It is the autonomous. This is not. This, <laughs> this is, is not, not an ad. Not. Oh, it's not an ad. Um, Although, well, yo, if you're autonomous right, wants us to do an ad for them, we are more than happy to. More because happy we to. both love their products. No, I mean, I'm using their product right now. Uh, look at this. Doc goes up. Doc goes down. <laughs> Woo. Um, it's usually but, up for me. I'm usually standing up. Nah, so. <laughs> yeah, mine is usually down. I'm going to bring it up just a little bit higher. There we go. Um, yes, we have the automated, automatic desk lifts for those moments where we want to stand and work. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with COVID. Uh, but Sean Payton does test positive, and he will not coach against the Bucks. Um, this could be an opportunity, you know, for a new coach to arrive. I did mention Dennis Allen yesterday. Uh, you know, see who I don't know who if they mentioned who's taking over. Let's take a look. Yep, Dennis Allen will assume yep. head coaching duties. So this is a great opportunity for him. Um, you know, he usually plays pretty well against the Bucks. Um, and I think the other news I saw that uh, T.J. Hawk Hawkinson from the Lions is also out for the rest of the season. Yes. Um. So. We're going to wait and see what happens. I mean, there's a lot going on, Johnny. But the only thing I know that's not going on is the Rockets not beating the Knicks yesterday, which is kind of buttons. Wow. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, praise up for D. Rose. You said he got hurt also. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if uh, Tibbs got anything left in the gut. But, Johnny... I know. You did not just try to glance over that line. How dare you? How dare you? Also, shout out to Master Pride. There you go. I know that people heard this podcast on their podcast platform, but if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to review this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in on Monday as we come back and review this weekend of sports as well as give you the review of the Monday night game between the Vikings and the Bears. But we'll also come back to deliver you the news, the analysis, and the reads. Stay positive, everyone. We're almost there. <laughs>